Thank you, Pastor Pauline. I'm out of my own house and I'm out a bit out, bit out of uh, and out of sync. But great to be in Port Lincoln. Come on, at One Heart Church. Absolutely fantastic. I feel like I'm just the after after show from yesterday. <laughs> Drop dropped in a little bit at the end uh, last night and uh, ladies were being prayed for and uh, so Pastor Rob and I sort of helped for, for any when God was just moving, touching them. So couldn't do without us for just a little, yeah. <laughs> but it is great to be here and send heaps big hello from Life Unlimited up in Wyala and uh, God's doing great things in our house as well. And so right across this great region, hallelujah. I've got uh, a limited time, so I'm going to get straight into it uh, this morning. I want you, if you've got your Bibles, although we're going to just put up the one scripture on your screen screens this morning, and you may know it really, really well, but it's from Philippians 4 and verse 4, which says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and I say it again, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Always, if you can just, just divide that a little bit and put always in all the different ways you can think of, rejoice in the Lord always. There's not just one way to rejoice. There's plenty of variety in God. Rejoice in the Lord always. And I say it again, that means it's not just a one-off thing. It's over and over and over again. So rejoice in the Lord in as many ways you can and rejoice in the Lord as often as you can. That's what that verse is saying. Now, every day nearly at the moment, we have got battles. We've got personal struggles. We've got stress. We've got stuff that's happening. And, and in the climate that around about us, that seems to be just like the volume is being amplified. It's being turned up. It's being stretched. We're under tension. We're on high alert all the time. And this is what Paul was feeling when he wrote these words, believe it or not. Because when Paul wrote these words out to the Philippian church, things hadn't worked out for him. The way he thought things were going to go weren't going to plan. The dream he had really wasn't being fulfilled. He had a dream to go and preach in Rome. And yes, he was in Rome, but he wasn't there as a preacher. He was there as a prisoner. It hadn't worked out like he thought it was. He thought he could hold, maybe preach to, to some churches and instead he's just stuck in 24-hour uh, house arrest with just a couple of guards that he could talk to. He was awaiting judgment. He was awaiting an execution date. He didn't know whether when he woke up that morning he was going to live or whether he was going to die. Talk about anxiety. Talk about stress. Talk about on high alert this was this guy and you would think he would be discouraged you would think he would be depressed you would think he was thinking hey what's going on here but no he writes these words rejoice 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 really Paul are you being real are you crazy are you on something true let me ask you something. Come on. Let's be a bit real here. Let me ask you. You're facing your toughest day, your roughest day. Things are just not going well. And somebody walks up to you and just says, hey, mate, rejoice. 
Don't worry. Be happy. Now tell me truthfully, do you want to hug him or hurt him? Shut up. Get out of my face. True. This isn't real. This doesn't seem logical. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice when it's not going well. Now, don't put up your hand. But how many of you here today, things aren't going to plan? How many of you got things in your life that you are unexpected, aren't working out? And I'm saying to you to this morning, rejoice. And you're going, get out of here, pastor. You are crazy. You are crazy. But this is what this verse is saying. And you know what it's all about? It's all about perspective. And I've entitled this morning, A Praise Perspective. It's all about perspective. Perspective is about how you see something. Two situations, two people, and they can see it from two different perspectives. Two different outcomes, because they're seeing it from two different angles. It's the perspective. And Paul had a different perspective that enabled him to go, let's rejoice. Let's rejoice. Let's not get all downcast and depressed. Let's rejoice. The original word for perspective means to look through. If you're writing something down, write that down this morning. Perspective means to look through. And I want to suggest to you today, praise isn't a song. Praise isn't a feeling. Praise is a perspective. And when you have the right perspective, then you're going to get a song. And, and Paul was able to rejoice because he had a perspective of seeing through the situation. He saw through it. When I grew up, there was these books, and I've got them to, I bought a photo or an image of, in these books, they used to have all these pages like this. They were called magic eye books. How many are old enough to remember them? Don't, no, I haven't put up yet. I hated these books. I hated them. Because what you were supposed to be able to do is look into these sort of pictures and there would be these 3D images. And I hated them. And then I was about 30 odd years old and I was in a friend's place and he had one of these books. And I said said to myself, I'm going to learn how to do this. And I opened this book up and I looked at it and I looked at it and I looked at it. And I couldn't see anything. And I thought, I'm stupid, I'm dumb, okay. And my mate came up to me and said, you don't look at it, you look through it. Don't look at the picture, look through the picture. Look beyond the image, look behind it. Try and get the focus of your eye to go beyond the picture. And I did this, I I took a bit of practice, but I looked beyond the picture. I looked not at it, but beyond it. And when I looked beyond it, now I don't know if that works on this side screen, you can stare behind that wall all you like for the next 20 minutes and not hear anything I'm saying, but I don't know what's in that picture. I can't get in it. I still can't. But anyhow, I looked through it, and I saw these 3D dolphins. I went, yay, I've got it. I know how to do this. Turn to the next page, blur, nothing. And I still can't do it. But the key is you look through it. 
You get a perspective. You look beyond that picture to see the amazing things that are behind it. And this is what the Apostle Paul is doing here in prison as he writes to the Philippians. He's saying, don't look at the situation. Look through it. Look beyond it. Look past it and begin to rejoice. Begin to praise him. Begin to lift up your voice and worship him. Keep on going through the situation. And again, I say, amen. It enables you to look. When you begin to praise, you begin to be able to look through it, the situation. You seem to be able to look beyond it. You know, there was a story in the Old Testament where this prophet and his servant were in a city and the enemy soldiers came and encircled it and the and the uh, servant got up early in the morning, looked out, saw all the enemy soldiers and began to panic. He saw, he looked at all those enemy soldiers. He looked at it and said, we're in trouble. Elijah wakes up and he looks past it. He looks through it and he says, Lord, open the servant's eyes. And the servant's eyes were open and he saw an angelic army, army that was beyond the situation. And sometimes, friends, when we're in a situation and we don't seem to see any way out, we don't know what how we're going to get through this, what we need to begin to do is get a different perspective, begin to praise, begin to worship God and look beyond the situation, look through the situation and begin to praise the Lord. Now this wasn't the first time Paul was in prison. He was always in prison. Prison was a and b for Paul because in every city he went to, they had a prison cell reserved for him. He was always in prison. But in Acts chapter 16, we read of one of those occasions. He was in prison. Paul and Silas were off to a prayer meeting. And there was a woman with an evil spirit that, that began to cause a bit of disturbance. So as just good Pentecostal Christians, they cast the evil spirit out of the woman caused a bit of a riot. The men in blue showed up and they arrested Paul and Silas and put them in prison. We know the story really, really well. And here they are in prison. They've been beaten up. They've been stripped of their clothing. And sometimes we feel like that. On a bad day, we feel stripped of our confidence. We feel stripped of faith. We're beaten up with doubts and fears and, and we, we seem like we're locked up and in prison and we, how do we get out of this? And Paul and Silas, they had done everything right. They're on their way to church to a prayer meeting. They were doing the right thing and they ended up in prison. How many of you ever done that? You're doing the right thing for God and still things don't work out? Those things, things happen. But we've got to get a praise perspective. They were doing everything right. They're doing it now, but they're in prison. And they had a decision to make. What were they going to do? Two decisions. A, pity party, or B, praise party. What did they choose? Come on, they chose a praise party. I don't know what you're going through today, but you had the same choice. It's either a pity party or a praise party. It's a change of perspective. Do you look at the situation or do you look through the situation with praise? What they did was the same as if us we were getting some bad news from the doctor, but we still put our garment of praise on and we still worship him and we still magnify the Lord. It's like your child is fully rebelling 
against you, but you still come to church on Sunday and you lift your hands with everything you got and you worship him from the bottom of your heart. You've just received bad news. You've lost your job and you've got a guitar at home. So you go home and you begin to strum it and you sing, Jehovah Jireh, my provider. That's why I'm not on the worship team. Look through it. Look through it. A major relationship breakdown and meltdown. So you put on the latest elevation worship song in the car and you crank it up full volume. That's what Paul and Silas were doing. They got a praise perspective and began to look through it. And I don't know what you're going through today, friend. And I'm not trying to make it flippant. I'm not trying to be uncaring this morning whatsoever. Your situation is serious. Your situation is bad. But is it, is it as bad as Paul and Silas's situation? If they could praise, you can praise. And I don't know what you, I want to encourage you today. Look through it. Look beyond it. Look to the other side of it by getting a perspective of praise. And right now, maybe this morning as the songs have been, you've been struggling to sing even the songs this morning. And it's probably because you're looking at your situation and you can't see beyond it. But I want to encourage you this morning, if you will begin to sing the song, if you'll begin to praise the Lord, you'll begin to get a perspective that will go beyond what the situation is and you'll begin to go through it. If you want to go through the situation, if you want to go through the problem, if you want to go through the health journey, then keep praising the Lord because if you can see through to the, to the other side, you can begin to make the journey through the situation. The journey may on some occasions be short. Like this one in Acts 18 for Paul and Silas. They began to praise and in the middle of the night the earthquake came. It was a short journey. Bang, they were released. But sometimes the journey is long. But if you can continue to praise, I say it again, praise. I say it again, rejoice. I say it again, sing. I say it again, Worship, if you can keep going, then you can keep journeying through no matter how long it is because your, your vision is up there beyond and through the situation. Is there some people in the house this morning who want to praise God, who want to worship Him? I hope so. Hallelujah. This is what Paul and Silas did. They didn't praise for a miracle. They praised before a miracle and they got a miracle yes but that wasn't the reason for the praise let's go back to Paul in the jail in Philippians he's in a Roman prison and maybe Paul's remembering that night way back there in Acts 18 and it causes a song to rise up within that first night oh yeah I remember when I praised an earthquake came and I got out well he does that the first night and maybe for the first week but nothing happens when he pens these words, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice, he's now been in prison for a couple of years. It doesn't look like he's going to get the same miracle that he got before, but he's continuing to say rejoice in the Lord always, and again I'm going to continue to rejoice. Paul could have written, hey, this, thing's a, this thing isn't working out. God has let me down. I'm overwhelmed, I'm stressed, this just isn't fair. I, look, I've had enough of this religion, I'm quitting church. Sound familiar? Been a lot of people have said words like that. 
But Paul didn't say that. Why? Because he had a, a different perspective, a praise perspective. He was able to see through, beyond, and past the scene that he was in. Let me, let me show you what he saw. In Philippians chapter 1, it's, he writes these words. I thank my God every time I remember you, being confident of this, that he who began a good work, he who began a good work, will carry it through to completion. I want you to know that what is happening is actually serving to advance the gospel. What's happening to me? This imprisonment is actually happening to serve for the advance of the gospel and it has become clear to everyone, including the palace guard, that I am in chains for Christ. And many Christians, because of my rejoicing in this situation, have gained confidence and more boldness. Yes, I will continue to rejoice for I know what has happened will turn out for my deliverance. But Paul didn't get delivered, Pastor David. He eventually got executed. But Paul says, I will continue to rejoice. Why? Because he saw something. He saw something. He preached every day to a captive audience of guards. They actually were the palace guards. Those palace guards got saved. They went back home to the palace and began to talk. Now, let me read this. This is one of the last verses in Philippians 4. All the other Christians send their greetings, especially those who belong to Caesar's household. Paul went to Rome to preach. He didn't preach. He ended up in prison. He had a praise perspective that enabled him to see through and beyond those prison doors to the point where he did what he could do. And that gospel got out. The gospel got advanced. It, it got delivered. And it got all the way to Caesar's household. In prison, Paul kept praising. He kept on preaching. And despite the situation, he was able to see beyond the condition. And because of that, God was able to advance through his situation to the other side. And the gospel was advanced. Can I tell you something? It's not all about you. Even if we go back to Acts 16, the miracle wasn't about the earthquake and the prison doors coming open. The miracle was that a jailer and all his family got saved. The miracle in Rome was that the gospel went all the way to Caesar's household. And there were salvations. My friend this morning, if you get a praise perspective in the middle of your roughest day and your hardest journey, let me tell you there are people watching and God will advance you through the situation. But most importantly, on the other side, the gospel will be advanced and people will come to know the Lord Jesus Christ in the same way that you know him. If the musos would love to come. I don't know what you're facing right now. I don't know what your journey is. Maybe right now you're not struggling to see anything. You can't even see to the end of today. There's problems, there's obstacles, there's hurt, there's impossibilities. It seems like it's midnight in the prison cell. But God's got something on the other side. You're not there yet, but if you can see through the situation, if you can see beyond where you are right now, 
because there's a miracle working God on the other side and he is doing something and if you can see there then you will begin by your in your spirit to be drawn to the thing that you can see on the, it's not a thing actually it's a who that you can see on the other side almost every song we sang this morning because of this message I had rose colored eye glasses on but every song this morning said something about of praise and how praise works and, 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 and lifting up praise and praise is one of my favorite subjects I didn't come with my best sermon but I came with my favorite subject I love to praise God my mum and dad got me to learn music at a young age for the one purpose that I would play praise and worship music in church and I grew up loving praise and time and time and time again in my life I have faced a situation where there seems to have been a war and I, and I look at, at it and there didn't seem to be any answer but as I begun to praise as I got a different perspective and allowed a song to rise up as I began to lift my hands as I began to clap in the midst of a battle and I get my clapping going in a, in a war dimension as it's led by the Spirit of God, I began to journey through to the other side of that situation. And yes, sometimes God came through in a miraculous way, but sometimes the miracle was the strength in my life to just keep going and going and going. And my heart's pray, prayer out of the end of that is I pray that people have saw it and can plug into God. And even today, my heart's desire is that as I preach this message, it's another example that if we will praise the gospel be advanced, that you might come to know Jesus more deeply than you've ever known Him before. So what I want us to do as we finish this morning, before I hand back to Pastor Pauline, we've got a few minutes. I was really good to give myself a whole lot of time. I want us to praise God. And I don't know what your situation is right now this morning. You may have a health problem. You may have a finance problem. You may have a family problem. You may have something and you can't see beyond it today. I want you to begin to praise with a new revelation. Say, God, give me a perspective. Help me to see heavenly angels working on my behalf. You know, that song, I can't think of the song, but it says, even though I don't feel it, he's working. But we've got to see it. We begin to see it as we begin to praise him. It's not a song but it is a perspective. It is how we're going to see. I want to encourage you to look through your situation this morning. Amen. Come on, church. Let, let's stand together. Team, lead us in a song. And let's worship. Let's praise Him. And if you don't feel it, I want you to make a strong decision.